Welcome to Jimmy Zen Reads, Jasper and the Tiny Tiger. There are many types and breeds of doggies in this world. There are big dogs, tiny dogs, heroic dogs, fluffy dogs, muddy dogs, waggly tail dogs, sleepy dogs, excitable dogs, grumpy dogs, snaggletooth dogs, yappy dogs, tail chasing dogs, grand dogs, daft dogs, hot dogs, and least of all, and not forgetting, the droolers and the slobbering dogs. This is a tale about the world's most chocolatey, smiliest and spotty of our four-legged friends. This marvellous munchkin is a hound called Jasper, a magnificent, loving, slobbering, strong, brave and happy Dalmatian hound, and he is my bestest and beastiest of friends. His eyes are big and brown and full of love. His bark, which he saves especially for either excitement or the delivery dude, is deep and proud. He wears a brown leather collar with a brown skull and crossbones tagged around his neck. He likes to stand tall with his nose and tail in the air, sniffing at the wind, eyes closed in contented concentration, with his furry floppy spotted ears dancing independently of each other when the winds doth blow. One day, after Jasper had finished his breakfast and was sat almost patiently for me to finish eating mine, he was laying in front of the fireplace in the kitchen, watching every move I made with envious and sad-looking eyes. Every mouthful I ate seemed to be torment to our furry and now slobbering spotted friend, as he only wanted to help me eat my food. And, of course, he wanted to ensure that I was not being poisoned. He felt he should check every mouthful of every meal, just to be sure that I'm safe and sound. Even though Jasper had just polished off half a tin of his favourite meaty chunks, gravy and biscuits, he was still feeling hungry and believed that a further piece of my breakfast sausage and a small rasher of bacon might just do the trick. I nearly always save him a little piece of each for the end of the meal, but will not let him nibble halfway through, as that is impolite and we shouldn't feed pets from the dinner table. He took the sausage gently and gratefully and took it to his bowl where he commenced to nibble and eat his prize. After the food was cleared away and a rub and scratch behind his ears, it was time for us to do our daily chores. So, out into the garden we headed, Jasper in the lead, a dash around the garden to check everything is as it should be. Birds singing, yes, check. Any bears, nope, check. Three favourite places to tiddle on, tiddled on, check. Best munching clump of grass still fresh, nibble nibble, yes, check. Funny looking short man with his wife with fishing rods, sat by the pond, still looking wonky eyed, yes, check. Bees flying, check. Strange furry thing in a frozen position in between some bushes with an outstretched paw. Check. Hang on, what's that? That's not normally there, he thought. Whiskers, pointy ears, five legs, one, two, three, four. Ah, a tail, a flicking tail. Sharp-looking claws, 
narrowing eyes and looking poised, it's a... As the thought was running through Jasper's mind, the ginger-striped creature leapt up and jumped onto his head with its claws from its two front paws trying to get hold of poor Jasper's ears and somehow managing to scramble onto his back. Jasper rightly gave a little yelp of both surprise and confusion. The creature was now after Jasper's waggling tail and leapt off his back towards and missing it, instead falling on the grass, almost landing on its feet. This brave small animal eyed up our friend, wondering what Jasper's move would be. Jasper was now realising what he was now seeing must, in fact, be probably the smallest and tiniest tiger he's ever seen. He'd seen them in books, seen them in films, and now one of them had found its way into his garden. He gave his, I have just been attacked by a pint-sized tiger bark, alerting me to what would normally be saved for the arrival of the delivery dude at my door. The tiny tiger, not wishing to be outdone in the old noise department, let out a massively little roar, meow, and outstretched its paw. Jasper shook his head, trying to look at his own ears, and shook them again, realising that it doesn't work. No matter what angle you stare at, you just can't see your own ears without the aid of a mirror. What are you doing, Tiny Tiger? demanded our hound. The Tiny Tiger looked confused, then bemused, then accused Jasper of ruining his hunt for a bird. Jasper was looking a little less startled and began to explain to the Tiny Tiger that hunting was not allowed in this garden, that it was an oasis and a safe place for all of his furry and feathered visitors and friends. He told the little creature that even misbehaved tiny tigers can come and play in his garden, but hunting was banned. If he wanted to do that, then he must go elsewhere for that sort of thing. The tiny tiger agreed to these terms, and he was a young and tiny tiger, so he wanted to learn. They played together all the morning long, Jasper teaching his new friend what sniffing is useful for, and the tiny tiger tried to teach Jasper how to climb a low-limbed pine tree, alas, with very little success. It's time to go in now, I said with a smile. There's a good boy, almost lunchtime. A happy and now tired Jasper goes in for a rub, and a good warm by the toasty log fire, and a nice tasty morsel of my lunchtime grub. So bedtime came around again, as it inevitably does. Jasper all warm and curled up in his favourite snug, and he drifted gently into his sweet lullaby. He was pleased and happy and glad for his day. After all, it's not that often that a tiny tiger comes into the garden, learning to play. The end.